Hello there. Thank you so much for joining me today. Of course, we're going to talk about Jesus today. In fact, we're going to talk about something he said. He said, when two or more of you gather in his name and ask something, his Father will do it, and that he would be in the midst of us. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for teaching us your way, for preparing us for that time that you come so that we can be ready, so that we can be your bride without spot or wrinkle. Help us to get it, Lord, so that we can be an influence to others. Take over, Lord. Just take over my voice right now. I thank you and praise you that what you want me to say, I will say I love you, I praise you, give you all the glory in your name. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And of course, he's going to take over because he has a word for us. And um, this morning, he was talking to me about when two or more are gathered in your name. And I said, God, I don't even get it. And so he showed me, and I want to show you. So first of all, Matthew 18, 19. Again, I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father, which is in heaven. For where two or more or three, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So first we have to understand um, that when we're gathered in his name, that means we're in agreement with him. So how often do we gather and we ask Jesus for something and we're not in agreement. We're actually in discord. We have all this confusion going on. Someone believes this, someone believes that, someone believes this because it's their opinion, their opinion, and their opinion. And we can't have all these opinions and still be in agreement with Jesus, right? So that's why he said, if two of you agree on earth, then whatever you touch, then it will happen. And then I will be in the midst of you. And we're all together and everybody's got a different opinion. Jesus isn't there. He doesn't hang out in the midst of discord. He doesn't. And so when we come together and, and we're thinking it's okay that this person believes this and this person believes that, um, and, and then we're inviting Jesus, he's not there. He said, if we're in agreement, if we agree with him, so I just want to stop here a minute and say, you know, so often I hear people say this, and, and I cringe because I know better, because I know my opinion doesn't count, because I can have a plan, I can think something, and then when Jesus comes and says, no, this is right, then I bow my knee, because I've learned that if I love him, and I want to be in agreement with him, and I want his best in my life, and I want to live with him in heaven when I leave here, then I have to bow my knee. He, his opinion is the ultimate opinion, the high opinion, the right opinion, and what is good for me. And his word and being in agreement with him is where we have to be if we want to live with him. And as I said, if you, if you love him, um, you will abide in him. <clears throat> so anyway, what makes me cringe is when I hear people say, well, I think well, I think this and I think that. Everybody thinks something different. So, um, and it's really their opinion. And they try to make Jesus, maybe not realizing it, but they're making Jesus who they want Jesus to be. They're trying to change Jesus and we can't change Jesus. We can't change the word. He is the word. The Father designed things as such and we can't change any of that. It is as it is. His word is the word that we have to go by, not our opinion. So it doesn't matter what anybody thinks, and that causes confusion. 
when, when there is, and God isn't the author of confusion. When there's discord among us, Jesus isn't going to show up. Why would he? What can he do in the midst of our chaos of um, unagreement, of discord? So, um, because we can't change who Jesus is, we have to come in agreement with him. And I thought it interesting. The very next thing that happened is Peter came to him and said, Lord, as soon as he said that you can ask anything as long as you're in agreement and I will be there in the midst of you, um, Peter shows up or walks forward or whatever and says, he came up to Jesus and he said, how many times may I, must I forgive? How many times may my brother sin against me and I forgive him and let it go? This is King James Version I'm not used to reading. Any, anyway, as many as up to seven times, and verse 22 says, Jesus answered him, I tell you, up to 77 times, but not up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. And so and what, what I'm thinking is Peter and the disciples were in an argument over forgiveness, or they were in discord, they had disagreement. And so when Jesus said that, they went and got it right. Hey, you know, we're not in agreement here. How many times do we have to forgive? And so then they went straight to Jesus, as should we. We should go to Jesus. If, if we're not in agreement, we have to go to the Word. We have to go to Jesus and come in agreement. And then when we stand before Him, then we're in agreement with Him, and then He is in the midst of us. I think many people sometimes think that what we have to do because of this verse is get everybody and their brother to pray for us. But think of all the different opinions that you're getting. You know, some people's idea of healing is different than what the Bible says and different than another person's idea. Everybody has an idea. And that's why they say um, so often is, well, this is what I think. I have my own, I have my own church. I have my own religion. And, you know, Jesus isn't a religion, by the way. He's a person. And if we want to live with him, we got to come in agreement with him. So the other thing I was thinking about is Peter was so willing, he jumped right up to go ask Jesus how many times that we are supposed to forgive. And then thinking about today how so many people that um, I have talked to when I mention, I mean, I know the Word of God and I know what Jesus said and it doesn't matter what my opinion is and then they're telling me their opinion and thinking that I'm telling them my opinion, but really what I'm telling them is what the Word says. And so many people I find don't want to know what the Word says. They don't want to know the truth. They're the ones that are trying to change Jesus, and they're the ones on that day. And Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you. And they're going to say, well, but but I did this and I did that. And he said, yeah, but you disregarded my command. If we live by our opinion, we're not going to be regarding his command. We're not going to have respect for him like Peter did. Not until we go to him and say, okay, you know, we have all this discord going on. What's right here, Jesus? I think we should forgive twice a day. Um, Maybe John said, I think we should forgive um, only once a day and so on and so forth. And so we have all these different opinions going on. What is the right opinion? Jesus' opinion. They went to Jesus immediately, and we can do the same thing. 
If, if we're in a group and we all have a different opinion, and as I said, we're praying, he's not going to be there. He's not going to be there if we're not in agreement. He's going to be there with one that is in agreement with him. And you know how to get in agreement with him, by the way? Obey him. He said, if you love me, you'll obey me. So when you obey him, you're going to be in agreement with him. And then he said, my joy will be in you, in John, John 15. Then my joy, or John 14, my joy will be in you. If you love me, you'll obey me. And I'm telling you all these things because my joy will be in you. When we have all this doubt and confusion, or when we have all this confusion going on, we don't know what's what, we end up doubting and quitting and giving up. You know, yesterday, actually, I was walking out of a store and I saw two ladies walking in who I hardly recognized until they were past me. And there were two ladies I knew from a long time ago when I first started believing Jesus. And I want to tell you, they looked so worn out and so tired from their walk. Um, I guess I was thinking from their walk with the Lord. They looked so defeated, and I thought I stood straight up, and I thought, I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm not going to be defeated, because so often we believe Jesus, and nothing happens, and he's teaching us today why. We're not in agreement. Who can you find that's in agreement with you? Who can you find that's in agreement with you and Jesus? It has to be Jesus. He has to be the core of it. He has to be the center of what we're believing. If Jesus said, by his stripes, we were healed, that, what he's saying is it already happened, and we have to be in agreement with that. And then if it hasn't happened, we have to go find out why, instead of quitting and giving up. I'm going to be an overcomer in Revelation, he said, that he who overcomes, his name will not be blotted out of the book of life. So when you get born again, and you quit, you're all worn out and tuckered out, and you can barely walk anymore because the enemy has just whipped you back and forth, you're not an overcomer, and your name's going to be blotted out of the book of life. It's not feel sorry for me kind of thing that is going on, but that's what the devil wants you to think. It's greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Straighten up. Get your sword out. Speak the word of God, and don't quit. Be that overcomer. Find out why it's not working. So Jesus wants us to know today. This is why it's not working. You all come together in discord, and then you expect me to be there, and I'm not going to be there. You expect it to happen, and it's not going to happen because you got to follow the recipe. If you want your cake to turn out, you got to follow the recipe. If you're putting together a bookshelf, you got to follow the instructions. You can't put it on upside down and expect it to work. Maybe a bookshelf, but not a desk. I guess I was thinking of a desk, and I said a bookshelf. If the desk is a certain way and you put it on upside down, how is that desk going to work? So Jesus is saying, come in agreement. Prove my will is good and perfect. Walk in it so that when you receive from the Father, when you receive, you're going to glorify the Father, Matthew, uh, John 15 says, and you're going to be bring glory to his name when you ask whatever you will. And you're going to be proving his will is good and perfect. When you receive from him, you bring glory to his name. And then others are going to believe. 
So Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, he is knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in. If you heed his voice. And so if you said that prayer already, ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, but you don't heed his voice, now's the time to get it together. He's coming. Heed his voice. Let him teach you. Live by his opinion. And then you'll have eternal life with him. Then on that day, he's not going to say, I didn't know you. You turned me into someone I'm not. You, you, you made your rules and, and you thought I was this way and I wasn't because you lived by your opinion instead of mine. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for coming and living on the inside of us. Help us to heed your voice. Help us to not compromise, but to do what you said with your power on the inside of us. We can't do it without you, of course not. But we can get up every day and get on our knees and heed your voice. And I thank you. And I just want to pray for every person that they would do that, that they wouldn't live by someone else's opinion or their opinion or even what their pastor said, but to live by your word. We all have the word. And we can get on our knees and your spirit will tell us the truth. And if it's something that we don't want to hear, help us to deal with that so we can move forward, so that we can be prepared for you when you come. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory in your name. Pray. So Jesus is so good. And I want to tell you, I wrote a book. Um, of course, what he wanted me to write is called The Man in the Red Tattered Shirt. And you can go to my website and you can get it there or you can go to Amazon, the digital book is free. Well, it's a dollar for a limited time. And so you want to get it right away so that you can get it for a dollar. And go ahead and rate it. Let me know what you think. I'm really excited. Finally got it done. And uh, I got a few more coming. So anyway, love you. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.